Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm Joshua Millage, and I'm joined today with the very dapper Christopher Badgett, less of the mountain man Christopher Badgett, and more of the uh, suave, devonair sort of. Uh, is that a suit, Chris? It's just a suit jacket and uh, a Western shirt. I actually have three of these. It's one <laughs> of the things I do to uh, uh, mellow out on decision fatigue, is like I, I wear this shirt a lot. We were just at the Infusionsoft conference. I don't know if you realize, but I had two of the same pair of jeans and and two of the same shirt. There you go, man. Why <laughs> why waste mental energy deciding what you're going to wear? I think Steve Jobs did that too. Did he really? Yeah, that's his black mock turtleneck. Um, well, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, today we're going to be talking about something kind of fun, and uh, it's something that I've picked up on after going through tons and tons and tons of different courses. And it's how to pace a course so that you kind of leverage someone's just in, inherent motivation um, that comes with signing up for a course. So I remember, it, you know, in college, like the first couple weeks of, of class, you're the most engaged and most motivated, especially if like the teacher is bringing the heat in that sort of the in that sort of um, time frame. They're telling you how the course is going to benefit you and help you and that sort of thing. So. In looking at motivation and kind of instructional design, I've picked up on um, a little uh, math. I guess it's a kind of an equation or sequence called the Fibonacci sequence, which is essentially a uh, sequence that says you, you know, one, it's like one, one, two, three, five. Like it's whatever the previous number is, you add it to the next number. So one and then another one and then the next number would be two because it's adding the previous two. The next one would be three. Next one would be five. Next one would be eight and so forth. And I've, I've found that that sequence, that Fibonacci sequence is actually a really good pace to do like drip courses in a, in a course. So a lot of people I don't think spend a lot of time in thinking about the cadence of their content. They spend a lot of time just thinking about the content and that's important. But even if you have great content and you don't think about the pacing of it, um, the completion rate could suffer. So I, I think that, especially in the online world, when you don't have a, a lot of people surrounding you, you don't have that community that can help motivate you and keep you accountable, it's important to understand that people, when they make that action, that buy action or that enroll action, that initial action, that is when they're going to be the most motivated because they've kind of gotten over the hump and all the psychological whatever about the course. And they, they said, yes, they told themselves, yes, I'm going to take this course on whatever it is. So knowing that you want to give them a bunch of good stuff, a bunch of stuff that's really actionable, really important to whatever the course is immediately. And you can give them more in that moment than you can a week later. So I have found that, um, that using that kind of one, one, Two, you know, one, one, two, uh, three type of methodology works with um, days or weeks, depending on the length of your course. But I've even seen it with uh, a couple like really all star um, web entrepreneurs who create courses. Eben Pagan does a really good job in his Wake Up Productive course, where when you buy the course, you get a, a like an hour and a half video that goes through the entire like where we're headed, where we're going. Then you get um, the next five days, you have five fast start videos. And then after you have the five fast start videos, then you have 12 weeks of one video a week. 
settles so, down. So it settles down quite a bit, but that's manageable. And I was motivated that first day, and I'll consume an hour and a half. And that first week, I'll go through every day. And then, you know, and then I'll, I'll pace out and I'll actually want to, I, I like look forward to the next video instead of like, oh man, this is just a mountain of content. I got to mull through and there's so many exercises and so many quizzes and so many like things. It's more of, wow, that was really good. I'm going to put that into action. Wow, I'm getting benefits. Oh man, the next video is going to be awesome too. And, that's awesome. And so that's, it, like, that's thinking like a learning management system and less like a membership site. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing like when we, um, when this episode goes out, we'll, um, what should the URL be? We'll do lmscast.com slash, what's a fun word? Fibonacci. That's a hard one to spell though. <laughs> Let's say, do pace. Okay. Like the salsa. All right. <laughs> That's an easy one. So if you're listening to this in your car, you can head over to lmscast.com slash pace. Or if you're on the YouTube video, just look at the uh, link in the description. And what we'll do is we'll have kind of a layout of how, what this looks like in terms of like a diagram. Um, but I'll also, I'll host a webinar to show people how they can build this Fibonacci sequence into their courses using Lifter LMS because our feature with our engagement functionality allows you to set this up really easily. You don't have to do anything else. You can, you can- And our drip. You can, yeah, you can drip the content and then you can actually send emails out based on when that drip content goes out and say, hey, this video is available now. This video is available now or this course or this lesson or whatever it is, is available now. Um, and I think that will, people will see a dramatic increase in completion of their courses and engagement throughout their course because they're not overwhelming people. Well, Lifter LMS has, you know, the badges and the emails and the certificates that can happen. So maybe part of that too is like, it's okay to be a little heavy on the engagements in the earlier in the course, mm -hmm. but then maybe back off as it goes so that uh, people don't feel overwhelmed. Like, whoa, I'm getting like too many emails from this person. But yeah. that's, that's really fascinating. Yeah. I just want to bring up like in, in nature, if you're looking for a visual of the Fibonacci, uh, the, the way the, the shell of a snail forms in that spiral uh, is calculated. You see the Fibonacci sequence in nature all the time. It's also the way like the florets or the head of a broccoli form. Hmm. Um, it's, it's just one of those universal uh, sacred geometry, if you will, things that exist in nature. So it's totally natural that that would make sense for learning as well. Yeah. Yeah. I found that uh, all the courses that I seem to enjoy and get through and implement uh, have some sort of pacing that follows this sort of structure. They give a lot of information on the beginning and they give a lot, you know, and it kind of tapers out over time um, based on engagement, though. So, you know, the cool thing is you get to reset this if someone signs up, if someone decides to sign up for another course. It's like an email marketing, like the Fibonacci sequence works really, really well for email marketing, where someone initially signs up, you can hit them with a few extra emails than you would later down the road. And, um, but if they opt in for another ebook or another lead magnet or something else later down the road, then they're showing, hey, I'm raising my hand again. I really like what you're doing. I'm interested again. And you can, you can uh, email them a little bit more again and then taper it back based on based on behavior. Um, that's, that's really awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, learning management system, it's not just about the tool. It's about that fourth dimension of time. And that's a really powerful rubric or metric you're giving us to like think about how to deal with time and how the learner learns and how they want to be engaged. 
in a natural way. That's that's awesome, Josh. Yeah, I think it's a really important concept to to take a hold of because everyone has gone through a class, I think, at some level where it just seemed to drag on and it was really, really boring and that sort of thing. And uh, and you can actually hide the the lessons that are not so exciting when you use this because you're not blasting people with content. You're not overloading them with content. So you can you can take a lesson that's not as fun and you can put it in the sequence, maybe at the beginning where people are most motivated or, you know, later down the road, but it's, you've, you've given some people some time to digest the previous lesson. So when they get to that one, they're like, they're ready to go because, you know, Tony Schwartz says it best. I mean, we grow through periods of intense focus and, and it's like exercise. You grow through intense weightlifting or whatever, whatever you're doing and then rest. And then mm-hmm. you engage again and rest. And that pendulum swing, that back and forth is really important, especially in learning, because sometimes I'll read something um, in, in whatever it is, like, you know, marketing or, or spirituality or whatever subject matter that I'm reading at that point in time and doesn't sit in until like months later. Right. You know, and so the, the thing about that, that kind of begs the question is like, would I get more out of that content if I read it and chewed on it? Or if I just continued to move from the next book to the next book to the next book and just pounded my my brain with more information. And I find that it's just really important to take time to process and write and, and you know, write your thoughts out about the material and that sort of thing. Um, but that's when the pendulum swings and then I'm ready for the next chapter or the next book or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. it's exciting stuff. I really like motivation when it comes to learning because I don't think that in the post-industrial era, we're doing a good job of, I don't think we're doing a good job yet of understanding how the human mind works and um, and how we can actually observe that and then utilize that for increased learning, you know, and education. So you experience that too with your daughters, right? I mean, they're like unschooled and they're very motivated around what they want to learn and they take it in, right? Absolutely. And in that model, you know, the child leads the learning. They show what they're interested in. And like you mentioned, there's these periods of like intense fascination with like power tools or uh, hammers or certain types of gardening methods or identifying plants or picking flowers. And then it kind of wanes out, but it doesn't like go away. It just continues to evolve. But definitely at at the moment of like introducing like a new thing to get excited about, which they often find on their own, uh, there's this intense focus where it goes like really deep and it's almost, (laughs) I think it's one of the things that the traditional education system doesn't handle very well because it's more like a set curriculum, ones and zeros, student enters the machine and so on. Yeah. So that's that's a really cool uh, insight you're given there. Yeah. And I'm sure when they first get interested in something, you can throw everything you have at them and they're fine with it. Yeah. But when they start to wane, it's like, well... Yeah, you don't want to force it. Yeah. (laughs) Like make the space, the negative space for something else to come in and and enter the quiver of experience and knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to definitely host a webinar around this and lay out a whole uh, step-by-step system that people can implement and use Lifter LMS to pace their courses in this way. And um, you you can find information about that at uh, lmscast.com slash pace p-a-c-e just like the salsa so chris do you have any final thoughts for the crew here 
Oh, I think you had a really good point. Just like a pro tip. Um, there's this expression to sell people what they want, but give them what they need. Mm-hmm. So whenever we're teaching something, there's often these like unsexy or less exciting elements that you need to get in there to com- round out the learning. Yeah. That maybe like you're saying at the beginning, if there's a few of the more like busy work or less fun things to do, squeeze that stuff in the beginning, get it out of the way when motivation's the highest. Yeah. If you're going to put it in later, like trickle it in a little bit at a time. Yeah, like this this Wake Up Productive course I'm t- talking to you about. Yeah, all these quick starts are stuff that I don't really want to do. You know, I don't really want to sit around for 20 minutes and write everything that's jumbling on around in my head. I don't really want to prioritize the top 10 things I need to get done in the next 90 days. I don't. <laughs> right? I don't have any interest in doing that. I mean, I, I it's not that I don't see that it's important. But you just started the program. But I just right? started the program, so I'm doing yeah. it, you know. But like you asked me a couple of weeks, I'd be like, eh. And then, and then the the consistency that I had with the cadence is off, and so, uh, and that that's no good. So I I really respect Evan and what he does in terms of how he paces and designs his courses. I think it's really important, very important to do the same. So, cool. Well, that's it for this episode. Until next week, we'll talk to you then. <laughs>